This is the Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwell, United States Marine Corps retired. For the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. Welcome back, Patriots. This is the Gunny, and you are listening to the Patriot Cause. Today is the day before Thanksgiving, and I think it's one of the best days in America because our families get together, and a lot of them haven't seen each other for a period of time. But we all come together. And we have great food, great conversation, and just be a family. That's what's so unique about America, is we have these days that remind us of how great this country is and what freedom means. The ability to be individuals and have individual rights and abilities in this world. I have two children and their spouses and six grandchildren at my home today, which is amazing. Thank you, Lord, for my family. I want you to think about this. When you're spending time with your family and you're spending time with your children and your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren, Think about tomorrow, what this country is doing to ensure that your child is an independent person and not being controlled and run by the state. In other words, are they being another brick in the wall? What that song meant, what Pink Floyd was talking about, was they were being Children in school are being programmed to be all alike in control by the state. And that's what's happening in this country today. 
So we're going to talk about what's going on in the education system as per different areas. What I mean by areas, we're talking about sexualization, drugs, those kind of things. And what is happening is the state is now taking over the role as a parent instead of doing what they should be doing, teaching education, how to be successful as a human being on this planet. Now, it is unfortunate that we have parents that do not take care of their children, and I get that. And I understand that, but it's not, it is not the role of the education system to correct the parent based upon what you think and how you think state-wise that that child should be raised. Education-wise, yes. Having the knowledge to succeed when they actually graduate from school and go into college but not taking the role of the parent. And that's why these parents are standing up left and right in these school board systems, because they want to be the parent of your children. The Epic Times, and you heard me say this many times, is a great place to go to get the truth of what's going on. And like I said, I bring you knowledge so you don't have to do the research. Just listen to the podcast and you'll get the truth of what's going on. Virginia parents raise concerns over extremely invasive survey that promotes early sexualization. For us, one of the core areas is parental rights. Lesser told Epic Times, from our perspective, parents bear the ultimate primary responsibility for their children's education. We as parents permit public schools to educate our children, but it's ultimately our responsibility. Doesn't matter how busy you are at your job and your vacations and, and whatever you want to do in life. If you have a child, it is your responsibility to raise that child, not the state. Frankly, for some of these questions, we're concerned about them even being asked. We think they're a little too personal. A little. Some of them are a lot too personal. And I'm going to bring that to you today. This middle school survey, this is, again, in Loudoun County, Virginia, which we all know about, asked questions many parents feel are invasive and or subjective that could be easily misinterpreted by the young children. In other words, the parents should be talking to their children about these things. Not the state. The parent themselves. And this is one of the questions that are in concern. Some people describe themselves as transgender when their sex at birth does not match the way they think or feel about gender. Are you a transgender? A, no, I'm not. B, yes, I am. C, I'm not sure if I am. And D, I don't know what this question is asking. So the state is asking this question, and they have blatant responses 
to tell that child depending on which category they put themselves in. That's the job of the parent. One question Lester cited asks the child if their parents ever threatened or bullied you or teased them. Those words have different implications, Lester said. He is also opposed to one question asking an eighth grader if they're a transgender. Some kids may not even quite understand the kind of question. So I'm concerned as a parent, Lester said. And that's the truth. The state is guiding these children at a very young age when they don't even understand sex. These are middle school. Why are we talking to middle school children about sex as a state? Parents should be talking to them about that. Asking them about their gender, their feelings, and sexual questions like, did you drink before having sex the last time? I mean, thanks for giving our teenagers ideas. There's questions about drugs, drug use, probability drugs. Many kids don't even know what they are. Questions about their weight. I mean, a way to give a teenage girl a complex about their weight as a child? They're worried about their weight as a child? Yes, some kids have an issue with eating problems, but again, that's the parent's responsibility. So here are the two questions on their weight. How do you describe your weight? Very overweight, slightly overweight, about the right weight, slightly overweight, very overweight. These kids, what do they have in their brain to compare themselves to whether or not they're overweight? And if you have girls that think being very thin and skinny is right, you just injected into them a feeling of that they're overweight and they're not. Which of the following are you trying to do about your weight? Lose weight, gain weight, stay the same weight. I'm not trying to do anything about my weight. Okay, good follow-up question. But again, this is something that is the responsibility of the parents. So I found these other questions that I think is inappropriate. When you're talking to your child as a parent, they are appropriate, but not in a school environment. During your life, how often has a parent or adult in your home swore at you, insulted you, or put you down? I, I get the understanding behind that, but it's not the job of the state. Because let's say a, a kid says, always. They always swear at me, insult me, and put me down. Those parents are immediately on a state list. And the school's going to get involved. To try to correct the parent. It is not the the school's job to do that. If this is happening, it will come out. You don't have to ask the kids about it. You can tell. A teacher can tell if a student of theirs are being oppressed by their parents. They've been doing it for hundreds of years. Have you ever used any form of cocaine, including powder, crack, and freebase? Does, does a middle school person even know what the hell freebasing is? If they do, holy snikes, we got a big problem. 
Yes, no. Have you ever taken an over-the-counter drug to get high? Yes or no? Again, this is insanity. Absolutely insanity. So I'm going to play a clip. What are they teaching our kids? This is from the California Family Council on what are they teaching our kids? Okay, so during third period, we have announcements and they do the Pledge of Allegiance. I always tell my class, stand if you feel like it, don't stand if you feel like it, say the words if you want, don't have to say the words. So my class decided to stand but not say the words totally fine except for the fact that my room does not have a flag it used to be there but i took it down during covid because it made me uncomfortable and um i packed it away and i don't know where and i haven't found it yet <laughs> but my kid today goes hey um it's kind of weird that we just stand and then you know we say it to nothing and i'm like oh well you know i gotta find it like i'm working on it i got you in the meantime, I tell this kid, we do have a flag in the class that you can pledge your allegiance to. And he like looks around and he goes, oh, that one? The old that one flag that she's talking about is the LGBT flag that she has in the front of the class that all students see. She took the American flag out because... It made her feel uncomfortable. Get the hell out of this country. That flag represents the freedom of people for 247 years of freedom against tyranny across the globe. And if you don't like that flag, get the hell out of this country. Many people have died so you could be a teacher in front of a class to be able to teach them the truth about being an American with freedom in this country. So, obviously, these people are not happy about that. And thankfully, after the deserved outrage from parents at the Back Bay High School, and the investigation, the teacher was removed. Yes, in California. Thank God. Incredibly, patriots from the community responded to the incident by decorating the school campus with a plethora of American flags. This is patriots going out against this communism. Again, if you don't like this country, get the hell out of it. There's plenty of other countries that will take you and allow you to spew your crap in a communist environment. Here's another one that is absolutely appalling, and it's happening in the middle school and maybe even kindergarten. I don't know, but I do know there's a clip with three black women and one Asian talking about teaching porn in our schools. Porn. And the proof is they went to school board meetings and they listened to a person reading a book from the middle school that these children get. And the school board tried to stop her 
from talking about this book that is promoting porn in the middle school. So take a listen to this clip. But that's basically what happened. It, it happened, um, it's been happening around the country, mm -hmm. but in Loudoun County, Virginia, a mother stood up for her two minutes of time at the Board of Education meeting. And she started to read from the books that are being assigned in middle school, mm -hmm. some as early as elementary school in Howard County. Mm -hmm. um, and she started to read from those books and about 30 seconds into her two minutes, the Board of Education chair interrupted her because she said that's pornographic. And the mother said, well, these are the books <laughs> and the curriculum that you have assigned to our children. And the mother said, and so I've seen them use Robert's rule of law against mm -hmm. the parents before. And so the Board of Education member kept talking during the mother's two minute time and the mother refused to leave. And she said, you will give me my two minutes and I will speak what I'd like to speak. The fact that they are now criminalizing parents who are standing against critical race theory, standing against this LGBTQ plus ideology that's being pushed on children, um, which is likened unto indoctrination and grooming right. children, um, is it's it's the most ridiculous, crazy thing I've ever heard. And I read one mother, she likened it, a woman down in Florida, she likened it to when the dogs were set out on protesters during the actual civil rights mm -hmm. movement mm -hmm. in the 60s when dogs were set out and police were set out to stop the protesters. It's the exact thing. So the left now is the new KKK. Right. Let's, mm -hmm. let's be clear. They, they are always using words and terminology against us. And mm -hmm. we've been too afraid to call ugly, ugly, mm -hmm. to call a lie, a lie. The left is the new KKK, which fits because the Democratic Party is the party of the KKK. Mm -hmm. So it all fits. And the goal then is to intimidate parents from protecting their children from what kind of mind, adult mind inside of a school is comfortable and enjoys teaching children pornographic material. What time? So the common thing that we talk about pretty much this whole show, the children. The children. They're after the children, whether it's abortion, mm -hmm. Planned Parenthood, um, the, the school. CRT. Yeah. Uh, um, right. So the children, this is a common thing. The left want, they want our children because they, first of all, they think the children belong to the state and not the parents. And if you can remove mm -hmm. the children from the parents' control and authority, mm -hmm. they want to be under somebody's authority, mm -hmm. one way or the other. Mm -hmm. Okay, they want to be under somebody's authority. So what better way to have than to have them under the state's authority where they are controlled by the state? And again, then you can implement all wow. of the, 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 the hell, the demonic stuff that you want. Because especially when they're young, they're impressionable. Right. Yeah. Their, their brains are very, you And know, it's malleable. a group think. You know, I mean, yeah. you don't, kids are worried I'm, about. I'm not even going to try to add to what these great mothers and ladies are talking about what the school is doing to our kids. But I am going to add this. Matthew 19, verse 13 through 15 of our Bible. One day, some parents brought their children to Jesus so he could lay his hands on them and pray for them. But the disciples scolded the parents for bothering him. But Jesus said, 
Let the children come to me. Don't stop them. For the kingdom of heaven belongs to those who are like these children. And he placed his hands on their heads and blessed them before he left. We have got to get back to teaching our kids the right education and loving each other and not talk to our young children about this evil because you are preventing them from being a child and growing up with a conscious, a good conscious of being a good person and specifically if they decide to become a Christian and go to the kingdom of heaven. The world is preventing children. And Jesus said many times to many people, do not damage the children. I would hate to be anyone teaching porn to a kid. We're going to take a break. When we get back, we're going to talk about why schools have stopped teaching American history. Don't know much about history. Don't know much biology. Don't know much about a science book. Don't know much about the French I took. But I do know that I love you And I know that if you love me too What a wonderful world this would be Don't know much about geography Don't know much trigonometry Don't know much about algebra Don't know what a slide rule is for But I do know one and one is two No, I don't claim to be an A student, but I'm trying to be. Oh, maybe by being an A student, baby, I can win your love for me. Don't know much about history, don't know much biology, don't know much about a science book. Don't know much about the French I took But I do know that I love you And I know that if you love me too What a wonderful world this would be I agree, a wonderful world it will be if I love you. That is actually a love song. During our school days, when this man is basically singing about how much he loves this girl, and that hopefully he can get the girl even though he don't have history. 
and that's all fine and dandy. But if you don't have a foundation as an American patriot, then you're going to sway anywhere the communists are going to bring you. It's one thing to be a good person. It's another to have a solid foundation of education that you can use to be a great patriot in America. So this article is from the New York Post, January 22nd of 2017. And she says, don't know much about history. Goes the famous song. It's an apt motto for the Common Core uh, Elementary School curriculum, which is true. And it's becoming a serious problem. A 2014 report by the National Assessment of Educational Progress showed that an abysmal 18% of American high school kids were proficient in U.S. history. When colleges such as Stanford declined to require Western civilization classes or high schools proposed changing their curriculum so that history is taught only from 1877 onward, this is happening in North Carolina. History to them is basically 200 years ago. Absolutely not. History is history across the globe forever. Everything. And in American history, 1776, that's when America became America. So they skipped a whole hundred years on how this country was formed. A 2012 story in Perspectives on History magazine by the University of North Carolina professor Bruce Van Sletright found that 88% of elementary school teachers consider teaching history a low priority. Where you come from and how your country was formed and why we have the freedoms that we have is important for every student when they graduate school. A teacher I spoke with in Brooklyn confirmed this. She said all the pressure in lower grades is in math and English language arts because of the state tests and the weight that they carry. So again, the state is directing and creating bricks in the wall that have no patriotism whatsoever. For the greatest country that ever existed on the face of the planet, and if you don't believe that, just go visit other ones. She teaches fourth grade and says that age is the first time students are taught about explorers, American settlers, and the American Revolution, and so on. But why so late? Why not from the beginning of school? Because they are trying to take down America and the history of it. You remove the history, just like Stalin said, give me your kids for four years and I'll make them communists. And that's exactly how he did it, eliminated the Russian history. I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving with your family. Thank you so much for listening to the Patriot Cause. Please share it far and wide. Let people know that Communism is everywhere in this country. And unless we as patriots stand up and fight it,
America will cease to be America, and we're going to be another China overnight. It's happening in front of our eyes. So I'm going to leave you with a song called America to Me, and this is a patriotic song for kids sung by a guy named Jack Hartman. Again, have a wonderful Thanksgiving, and thank you so much to all the listeners of the Patriot Cause. When I think about America, I think of so many things. It's my country, the United States, and it means so much to me. Green, green forests, having nice schools, voting for the president, red, white, and blue. Playing in my neighborhood, believing in dreams. Whoa, this is America to me. Celebrating holidays, pledge to our flag. Great big mountains, learning all you can. 